0: Listening, why? Don't be lollygagging while they jumpin' on the bandwagon I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot and got this gear on lock Listen and watch. Don't be lollygagging while they jumpin' on the bandwagon Shum on, jump on, a squad you can't front on You know we in the building when this theme song come on Riding with the captain, brother Jake Pragmatic The mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta have it Young toast to do it for the people. Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles. Put it all together, it's a hit. We ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon. Um. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listen and Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon.
1: What's going on with your world? It's J Jay Pragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell right now, subscribe, so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Pragg, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, Helen, all the way from Richmond, Virginia, I got my man Carson Key on the phone lines. What's going on, Carson?
2: Yes, sir. Glad to
1: to be talking with you, boss. Thank you, man. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today. Yes, sir. But it's a pleasure to have you on. Like I said, I did get a chance to check out the new record, Breakups. We're going to talk about it. Um, Of course, I'll let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And then at some point during the interview, I want to give you some feedback of what I thought about the record just as a fan of music and the culture, okay? All right, cool. So first and foremost, uh, let's rewind for my listeners. Um, Talk a little bit about, uh, are you originally from Richmond, Virginia? Uh,
2: So I was born in Boca Raton, Florida. um, I was adopted at birth uh, with my full-blood sister, half-blood sister, and then a sister not related to me, but I actually grew up in Fredericksburg, Virginia, uh, until I was like 10 years old, and then uh, at that point, uh, moved to Louisa, Virginia, went to high school there, and then... I moved out of Richmond like two years ago. Okay.
1: So you've been in Richmond for two years now. So talk to us a little bit about growing up where you grew up then before moving to Richmond.
2: Shit, man. Um, uh, Louisa's a small place, man. Like population, like six hundred, bro. There's not much to do. You know what I'm saying? Kids, you know what I'm saying? Like kids just doing crazy shit. It's real, like bad on like meth and heroin out there and stuff. So.
1: Gotcha. What's the clear uh, closest major city?
2: uh to louisa charlottesville
1: okay charlottesville okay okay
2: yeah
1: yeah hippie town gotcha yeah i'm familiar with Charlottesville. um now so you're in richmond virginia now was that move on behalf of your career
2: yeah i mean my whole team is in richmond um you know i'm saying like you can't do this alone you gotta have a solid team with you so um we actually go by Dove life but um yeah like so my whole team is up here artists videographers uh engineers Okay. My so, producer actually just uh, got uh, uh, on a, uh, the billboards with uh, Tuzi because on Toosie's last album, he was uh, track number nine, uh, Through the Storm.
1: Okay, with Tuzi from Charlotte.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: One time for South Coast Music Group. That's the home team. That's family right there. My man Craig. Shouts out to Arnold. The Baby. Billion Dollar Baby. You know what I'm saying? Back. Yeah, yeah, I was at uh, the Billion Dollar
2: Baby studio not too long ago. Uh my man Sean.
1: That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So you connected then. That's what's up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got
2: a solid team.
1: Right. So you wanted to be closer to the team, closer to the crew, so that y'all can really, I guess, focus and work um, day and night, 24 hours. Um, has that been working for you, that move? Has is, is it been planning out the way you planned as far as being able to be around the team more and get things done more?
2: Yeah, um, actually, my manager wanted us to move out to Atlanta, because uh, she's out in Atlanta. Uh, her and Dotcom wanted us to make that move, like, all of us, like, getting a house together down there. So, we're thinking about doing that, because then, like, we can be with her, like, more frequently, because, you know, she manages us. So, it's easier for we're down there than being like, oh, okay, I got this artist that's in Richmond, and then I got to hop on a plane and go to a meeting, because if I'm down there, she can be like, okay, he's five minutes down the road. So True true you know i saying you gotta make the move just to uh just to get to the right people
1: yeah sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do that's a fact now transitioning we got the new single breakups um talk to us a little bit what was the purpose of this song
2: uh yeah so that song uh <laughs> it's actually funny no uh so everyone at first told me not to like even like record that song my uh my engineer, Travion, he was like, nah, bro, that's not it. And then I called my boy, Petey, and he was like, yeah, don't do that. And then I got in the studio, and I did it, and they were like, oh, this shit is fire. Um, uh, how the song came about, um, it was like four years ago. I planned a child with someone, and it was like two months into her like pregnancy, and she told me that she had a miscarriage, but then later like, comes to found out that she had an abortion. So... That's basically like
1: what that song was about. Okay. Cool. Now when you put this song out, what did you want the listener to feel when hearing this song? What did you want them to to, to vibe to in particular when they're listening to this record? What emotions were you trying to pull out of the listener?
2: I mean, for for every record, um, you know, my music is different. Um, I'll do a song like breakups and then I'll like like dropped a song like Bark in my last music video on YouTube. Uh so when I'm in the studio, I'm just writing how I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like that song was like a real life experience. And like I've talked to people that have been through like a similar thing, like whether it was uh like how it happened to me or a different way. But regardless, um like I know that people can just like connect to your life situations and like actually like feel empowered through it. You know what I'm saying? I was on WorldStyle, my song was Soulja Boy, but nah, um, I hit 5 million on uh, on Spotify.
1: 5 million on Spotify, okay. Yeah. What was that experience like when you first noticed it? Like, when it, when it happened and you, like, like, woke up to it, like, what did you feel like?
2: So, it's real crazy because I was actually about to quit music when I dropped that song because I was only, like, 17 or 18, and I had a verified Instagram and uh, it got hacked like by some dude named Jay France who made like the beat KK from Wiz but he like stole my verified Instagram, and I don't have anything else. Like, I'm, like, I don't have any clout, no song popping, so I'm like, man, this rap shit is lame. So I'm like, I'm going to drop one more song. If nothing happens, then uh, like whatever, I'm done. And so I go on YouTube, I type in free beat with a female hook, and the beat pops up, uh, and it says Neverland. So I download it. I record a song in, like, 45 minutes. I put it up on TuneCore, and then, like, two days later, like, when it drops, first night, it got, like, 100,000 plays on Spotify, and Mm. I'm like, damn, that's crazy, and Mm. I'm getting, like, these checks uh, for, like, 3K a month just from Spotify or whatever, Uh, and then I was, like, riding down uh, uh, the road one day, and I heard the song on the radio, like, Ruth B. Lostwood, and I'm like, damn, this girl stole my song. And then people were like, no, you stole her song. And I was what? like, oh. So apparently, like, my song was a remix to her song. But I didn't know. And it was, like, the first remix ever. That's why it was, like, crazy. Mm. But that song is still getting, like, 25,000 streams a month on uh, Spotify to this day. And it was dropped in, like,
1: 2016. So. Okay. Now... I know you got the album you've been working on. Can can you talk a little bit about the album project and what people can expect from it? The colder than December?
2: Oh yeah. The actual like uh yeah, the album's is gonna be crazy. Um, the lead song on that is uh December. And uh it's like actually one of like my favorite songs I've ever done. But I'm actually trying to get this dude on it. Uh I don't know if you heard of him, uh Dr. Big Chris.
1: No, nah, not right off the top. Where, what area is he from? What market?
2: Um, I just found him out like two weeks ago. But, man, he's like about to blow up for real.
1: Huh? I have to look him up as well.
2: Yeah, but, um, yeah, the project, um, I put a lot of time into it, man. I just have uh, one more song to do. But right now, I've uh, been taking like a little break from the music. Just because I've been like getting ready for uh this like celebrity boxing match, uh in November. I'm a uh, fighting Ice T's nephew from uh growing up hip hop. Okay. So, yeah, but that's why I'm dropping it uh like late November, early December, cause that's like when I'm gonna be done with like the fight and everything.
1: Talking to my man Carson Key right now, uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, um, how's your area responding, by the way, to the record?
2: Um, honestly, most of my support, uh, believe it or not, is, like, in Germany. And, like, so for, So for, like, overseas, it's in Germany and the United Kingdom. And then for, like, United States, I'm popping in, like, New York and uh, uh, Chicago. But um, we actually shot the video in New York, like, right after my meeting with Def Jam, because I had a meeting with Def Jam, uh, like, two years ago.
1: Okay.
2: And I was supposed to go back, uh, and <laughs> I was supposed to go back in February, uh, like, February 15th, and then COVID and everything shut down, like,
1: everything. Right. a
2: week before, yeah, like, a week before my meeting. It was crazy.
1: Well, it's about time to stop following back up on stuff like that though
2: oh yeah thanks
1: now let me give you a little bit of feedback like i said uh what i thought of the record uh breakups just as a fan of music um i thought it was very diverse and unique sound and flow overall um a nice melodic vibe though i like the relaxed and smooth delivery uh delivery um i thought that worked the smooth beat and overall quality of the production is very solid production on this. Um, it's a catchy hook. It makes you want to sing along. Um, I thought it was great writing and creative arrangement on the su- on the song. Um, and I can hear this on the radio, but I think it has crossover potential. So I can hear it in other platforms as well, not just necessarily radio. I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, no doubt, man. A lot of good things going on with breakups. Um, good energy on the record, too.
2: Appreciate, it, appreciate.
1: It. Now, what do you what do you appreciate most about the writing process and the creative process?
2: Um, honestly, <laughs> trying to um, like aside from like putting like my actual emotions into it, um, like like honestly trying to find a beat for the song because I actually write my songs mostly like, 80% of the time before I even find a beat. Mm. I'll just be, like, walking around, like, throughout the day, like, writing songs. So, like, I don't know, i spend, like, three hours looking for, like, the perfect beat. My producer sends me, like, 200, be- like, beats in an email. It's crazy. <laughs> mm. okay.
1: Now, who are some of the artists that inspired you? over the years. Who were some of those artists you were listening to?
2: Um, starting off when I was, like, real young, uh, Eminem was the first rapper I ever heard. Actually, the uh, the song was spinning out my closet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, like, later in the years, um, I listened to, like, a lot of non-mainstream artists, like, Hobson, NF, uh, like, people like that, and, uh, But, like, right
1: now, my favorite artist is Polo G. So, like, yeah. Polo G, I can see that. You
2: know, know, everyone was uh, banging Wiz Khalifa in high school. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Wiz Khalifa had definitely a cult underground following before he hit mainstream.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Every summer. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm
2: They have Billboard every summer.
1: Now I'm sure there's some people that deserve some shout outs or mentions for the help or support along the way. If take this time real quick if you like to shout out a couple of people, you know, that have had some support or had their hands in on helping you uh with the latest project or sync.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I mean the fact that we're even talking right now, my manager Stephanie, uh, she's a blessing. I met her like two years ago. Um, She's a real solid woman. I never, like, paid her a dollar out of my pocket on anything that she didn't put her hands on and grind on. Um, .com, uh That's her man. Uh, he's the head engineer at QC. He's, like, just helped us off help, like, the strength of her. And so I appreciate that love. And, like I said, my team, Dub Life, QD Mills, Feel Like the God. Uh, shout out Feel Like the God, actually. Uh, he got a meeting with uh, uh, Ethica Music. And he got a contract,
1: so we're gonna see how that plays out. Okay. Now, set the tone for my listeners, real quick. What is a recording session with you like? What is a recording session with Carson Key? Set the set the scenery for us. Bird's eye view. <laughs>
2: um, that really depends. Um, like I said, like I'll do a song like Breakups and then a song like Barking, but a song like Breakup. Um. I'm going to go in there and give Shivana my engineer, the beat. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to record my song. I'm going to sit there. She going to mix it. And I'm going to just tell her what I like. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, real quiet, uh, not really talking because I'm actually, like, like, feeling it. It's like a, like I'm, like, talking about a real-life experience. But if I do a song like Barking, we'll have, like, 14 people in the studio, like, hella bottles, everyone drunk. I'm in the booth and I'm like, "Yo, can everyone please shut the fuck up?" I cannot <laughs> hear anything. <laughs> Engineer yelling at everyone. Right.
1: So you you prefer, Do you prefer a quiet studio? Prefer not a lot of people in the studio with you?
2: Uh, I mean, nah. Sometimes that energy is like, like not only like welcome because you know what I'm saying they're my family, but it's needed. You know what I'm saying? Like when I recorded that song, barking, that delivery was like flawless for a first take like yeah. we did a first take on that song and it's really just because i had everyone's energy in the room so okay. but if i'm doing like a melodic song yeah yeah i don't want anyone in there
1: <laughs> you want that peace and that, that that space to to really just focus on that record huh?
2: right yeah just close my eyes
1: Now, do you have any fears when it comes to recording or performing? Um,
2: no, I don't. I used to have, uh, I used to have like a weird thing where I couldn't perform without a hoodie. It was really weird. (laughs) Like, I would always have to have a hoodie over my face when I was like performing. Uh, but I grew out of that like three years ago, so. But my biggest performance was, uh, open up, uh, opening up for Jacqueese at the National, there was like thirty five hundred people there. Okay. So that was pretty dope.
1: Was that your first experience of that magnitude?
2: Um, before that I opened up for Moneybag Yo, there was like two thousand people and a little Dirk there was like a little over seven hundred. But yeah, for like the people that like because it was weird because like Jacqueese is a R and B dude, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like like, shout out to Queez, but, like, we're not on the same, like, type of music. At least the song that I performed wasn't, it? but, like, even his audience, like, responded really well to it, so it was dope.
1: Now, how do you feel about today's climate of the music scene and the artistry you're hearing out here? Like, your, the ops, if you will. How, how are you feeling about the, the competition of the music scene you're hearing out here right now and the creativity you're hearing and seeing?
2: Um, man, I really, like, don't feel like in that competition with anyone unless it, like, like, caused me problems, you know what I'm saying? Because I've literally, uh, for example, I've been, like, bigger than someone and then, like, they've reached out and, like, I haven't, like, helped them just because, like, that's been done to me before, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you don't pay me, we don't even do business. But like looking back, uh, so it was actually funny. Ugly guy hit me up one time uh, after my video of Soldier Boy dropped, and he was like trying to like he was song me and like like get connected, and I like didn't know who, uh, I didn't know who he was, and then I was like nah bro I'm good, but uh, uh but keep doing your thing, and then like two weeks later I see uh, his song blown up, and I'm like damn that's who was messaging me. I was like, that's crazy. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? I never really, like, try to burn bridges or, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, not network with people based off, like, that's competition, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we can all, like, you know what I'm saying? It's a numbers game. We can all get numbers together.
1: Right.
2: But a lot of people be on some, like, some ho shit, so (laughs) you definitely have to watch it, you know what I'm saying? The industry's full of sharks.
1: Nah, that's a fact.
2: I learned
1: that at a young age. Now do you I guess or I should probably ask, what what's most important to you when it comes to like releasing your music in your projects? what's some of those top tier things that are important to you? Like, yo, this has to be done this way, or I need this to sound this way, or like what are some of those important things to you?
2: Um, honestly, um, aside from, like, the sound and everything, from what I want to portray to the listeners, you know what I'm saying, because I want to make it, like, like how I want it, like, like to convey to them, um, really just the whole process of, um, of, like, the feedback for real, for real.
1: Now, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners, who's Carson Key? Why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movie?
2: I mean, listen, I am one of the only rappers that will get into a boxing ring and actually do this shit. You know what I'm saying? November 6th, Atlantic City. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can keep listening to, like, people that cap. That's cool. But you don't have to.
1: (laughs) So you're going to leave it up to them, man. Huh?
2: Yeah. You want, you, you want, uh, you want family, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't want just like, uh, uh, like people to ride your movement for a short period of time, you know what I'm saying? You want that, that cult following. All
1: right, all right. In other words, you want, you want that, that solid following that's, that's going to follow you through the, through the woods and back, essentially, um. You're not necessarily right, interested like get,
2: in Yeah, yes, yeah, so I don't get crucified like the baby when I say some shit. You
1: know
2: <laughs> that
1: shit was awful. Yeah, for real though. <laughs> He's still dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Right.
2: Man, oh my gosh, this man killed someone at Walmart. No one said anything.
1: All right. But old oh boy this man
2: said some words on stage and everyone's cancelled him.
1: Yep. You know Maybe. It shows you how, how strong a community can be. Yeah. Now, what's coming up for you? What's on the verge? What should our listeners be on the lookout for with Carson Key?
2: Uh, like I said, uh, my album is dropping late November, early December. I got this boxing match. If You know what I'm saying? If you can't come to Atlantic City, it's going to be pay-per-view, so you can still stream it. It's going to be lit. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, it's going to be dope.
1: So you ready for this boxing match? Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been training with uh Street Beef. Shout out to Street Beast. I don't know if you heard of them. Their yeah. YouTube is pretty dope. Okay. They got like uh they're actually like the uh the second top ranked uh like backyard fight club on YouTube. They got like two point one million subscribers. Mm. But yeah, they're really solid, so that's who I've been training with. But uh, I mean I only had a two month notice, so <laughs> like i've never <laughs> boxed before and boxing is a lot different than fighting you know what oh, I'm yes. it's like so technical
1: it's crazy yeah man you, you get you trying to cram right now huh oh facts it's
2: crazy <laughs> while doing music while doing like you know what i'm saying everything
1: else that i got these do for my people right. so oh you the man carson key we're gonna make sure we keep our eyes and ears out for you uh, how can our listeners follow you
2: yeah, so on Instagram, uh, it's at Carson Key, S-O-D-M-G, uh, and Twitter, I don't have a Twitter because I called uh, Hillary Clinton a bitch, and I got my Twitter deleted, so fuck <laughs> Twitter. Uh, Snapchat, Snapchat, I don't need to give that out, but yeah, follow me on Instagram for sure, that's the only thing that I'd really be on, Carson Key, S-O-D-M-G.
1: Here it is, my man Carson Key. About to go ahead and introduce that new single for the people real quick, bro, so they can listen to
2: it. Yes, sir.
1: Go ahead and intro it. Hey, you know what I'm
2: saying? This is my song, Breakups, and if a bitch did you dirty, just, just send this to her, you know
1: what I'm saying? It's great like that, man. You're hearing it for the first time right now on the Bandwagon Radio. Do me a favor. Turn it up. let go.
3: Breakups, makeups. Ironic that's what make us. I fell in love and took a pay cut. Bought you diamonds and you show me bad fake love. Jealousy and lies, tell me what'll make us. Break us make ups. Ironic weed, that's what make us. I fell in love and took a pay cut. Jealousy and lies, tell me what'll make us. what I make us. I never needed you, but you needed me. Instead of love's expensive, I could pay the fee. I look both ways, don't know what to do. I've been popping all these pills, got me switching moods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, tell me where the love goes. I just wanna hold you close. Lately, I've been feeling low. Only if you wanna stem my pain. Demons on my neck, inside like my on chain. I'm in the car like Peter Pan going passion pain. I've been searching for myself, it take longer than a day It take longer than a day Breakups, makeups, ironically that's what make us I fell in love and took a pay cut Bought you diamonds and you show me bad fake love Jealousy and lust, I mean what I make us Breakups, makeups, ironically that's what make us Fell in love and took a pay cut Jealousy and lies, tell me what I make us What I make us